Welcome to Scaling with Disha, the show that helps online entrepreneurs to scale their business to six figures and beyond without the hustle or the overheads. I'm your host, Disha Waddup, and I'll be here each week to remind you that you can do anything you set your mind to. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Scaling with Disha. I am so excited that you are here and if you were stateside i hope you've had a fantastic long weekend for thanksgiving and if you were in england happy monday and if you're tuning at this in any time of the year or the rest of the year and you're just going back through that playlist make sure you hit subscribe and leave us a review if you are loving the episodes and do make sure that you stay tuned for our next episodes as well today we're going to be talking all about the biggest mistakes i made with my very first facebook group this is stuff that i haven't shared before publicly and i'm very excited to tell you guys so much about the first facebook group that i started so let's dive straight in i started my very first facebook group it was called wellness entrepreneurs and i started it in 2017 october 2017 to be precise and i changed the name in 2019 as well and it was evolving situation (laughs) this group i was still working full-time when i launched it in 2017 i hadn't quit my job if you know about my journey i didn't quit my job until 2018 um So I was working full time whilst trying to build a side hustle and manage a Facebook group and manage my clients and everything else that was going on. I did have a VA at that time to help me because I knew that I needed my income to be matching my corporate salary before I quit my job. So I knew that I needed help to be able to do that. So I had outsourced to a VA that was working with me at that time to help me create content. She was a graphic designer and helped me with managing my clients as a social media manager as well. So that was really helpful. However, the issues that I had with that very first Facebook group was it had no direction. It was very, very loosely driven. And I changed the target market a lot when I first launched the Facebook group. I had no idea who my niche really was at that time. And I changed the name a lot. I changed the target market a lot. So people in that group felt lost. They weren't connected to my overall goal because they hadn't been they weren't specific to that target niche. They had joined for a different niche. So I originally started when I first started my business, I wanted to work with startups and that then evolved to wellness entrepreneurs and from their service-based businesses as I do now. However, wellness entrepreneurs was something that I absolutely loved working with. And I still very, very much work with a lot of wellness entrepreneurs. And the reason that I connected with them and that niche specifically is because they are amazing people. If you're a wellness entrepreneur and you are listening, you are a beautiful soul. And I absolutely loved that. I loved being able to help people have a bigger impact in the world. I cannot do that myself. So if I can help others to spread some love, spread um, some cheer, spread some health and wellness around the world, then that made me super, super happy. So Once I found the niche, that was fantastic. However, it was getting to that process that was the struggle. And people were joining the group from different niches that I had changed it through um, over the years and over the months to uh, wellness entrepreneurs, which it 
it was at the end. So that was one of the first mistakes, multiple different niches and people coming in on those different areas where they weren't quite sure what the group was about anymore. The other thing is because I didn't have the time to dedicate to the group because I was working full time, because I had social media management clients that I was running on the side and I was trying to have a life (laughs) as a uh, late in my late 20s. I knew that I needed to um, do something in the group regularly and I wasn't doing enough. I was doing lives on my lunch break outside the office. Um, I remember doing a live outside the office um, on my lunch break, hiding around a back alley because, of course, my employer didn't know that I um, had a business and was trying to start this business up. So I was doing a live, holding my phone behind a a wall um, so that I could try and get some engagement in the group. And that was the big issue. There was no real strategy around what I was posting in the group because it was when and if I had time rather than a dedicated strategy of content that was going out consistently. So it meant that my audience didn't know what was happening uh, from day to day. They didn't know if there was going to be content. They didn't know if I was going to be live because I also couldn't plan much in advance of those lives um, because it, I didn't know. I was very, very busy at the time and I, I didn't know. There were a lot of ad hoc lives um, and ad hoc content when and if I had thought about posting it. So. That was a big issue for me. I wasn't really ready to commit to that group and I therefore wasn't 100% in it. I created content as it was, um, which meant that the engagement in the group really, really lacked because I have always said this, and this is something that I have learned over the years, is that your Facebook group is very much a mirror of what you do. So if you show up consistently inside of your Facebook group, your audience is going to show up consistently inside of your Facebook group. They're going to come to expect content from you, a certain level of content. They're going to expect for you to show up. They're going to expect that you are delivering lives regularly. They're going to expect a lot from you because it's your community and they will show up just as much as you will. It's very, very much a mirror in that way. So you have to be there bringing people onto the dance floor first. And that was the, this is the other thing. And I use this analogy a lot when I'm talking um, to clients and in coaching is your Facebook group is like the school disco. And imagine that in the school disco, nobody's getting on that dance floor first, right? Nobody is getting on the dance floor first. Everybody stood around the outside of the hall, looking at each other, like who is going to go first? Well, Ladies and gentlemen, I am that crazy person that gets up on the dance floor first and struts my funky stuff. And that is what you have to do inside of a Facebook group. So many people come to me and they say, my Facebook group is dead. And I'm like, okay, how many people have you got in it? And they tell me a really small number. I'm like, right, dance floor scenario. Nobody is getting on that dance floor first because they want to know that this is going to be a party that is going to go off. They're not going to get up on the dance floor when there's 10 other people in the room and it's a huge space and they're just looking around at each other, wondering what the other person is going to do. You have to get up there and motivate those people to come up and stand up and shout and rave and party with you. If you don't do that, then those people are going to stand by the walls, looking at each other for as long as you allow them to. Some of them might even sneak out the back door. They might leave. 
And that's because nothing is happening worth watching. So you have to drag those people up onto the dance floor. And the ways that I wasn't doing in this first, in this first Facebook group that I had was I didn't have a strategy to do that. I didn't have a strategy to bring those people up onto the dance floor. I wasn't Facebook friends with a lot of them. I wasn't, uh, I didn't have a DM strategy to connect with them as they came into the group, which is something I do now in my, in my group. I didn't have a DM strategy to engage with them consistently throughout their lifetime inside of the group. I was missing that a lot. And the other thing was, when it comes to that specific Facebook group, the growth was incredibly slow. So if you think I started that group in 2017 and I closed it in 2020. So that's three years. Yeah, three years um, of a Facebook group. And it had, I, I've just looked at the stats. It had 750 people in it over three years of growth. And that is incredibly slow growth. And the reason being, again, I didn't have a growth strategy. I wasn't out there promoting the group. I wasn't out there connecting with people. It was an incredibly slow growth. And the majority of those people came from one post I shared in a group uh, that you could promote in, but you can't now. Um, and I shared a post inside of that group and I got a whole influx of people. I thought it was my luckiest day. I was buzzing, but that didn't continue. And the reason that didn't continue is because there was no engagement. There was no consistent growth. There was no action or partying inside of that group. So Facebook wasn't pushing out my group either. So I had to do all of the work and I wasn't showing up enough. Basically, what I'm saying is the reason my first Facebook group failed is because I wasn't showing up enough. And that is the, the bottom line of it. I wasn't showing up enough either to promote it. So it consistently grew. I wasn't showing up enough in terms of content and uh, being active and engaged in the group. I wasn't showing up in terms of connecting and bringing those people onto the dance floor with a DM strategy, with a friend requesting strategy and all of that good stuff. I wasn't showing up enough. The only person I can blame for the downfall of my Facebook group is me. So in May 2020, I launched a new Facebook group. And if you haven't checked it out yet, Scaling with Disha, go and check it out. It is now just short of 2,000 people. And we have grown it in the last year, 18 months of with an engaged, super, super engaged audience that has now made me over six figures in the last 12 months. And that group is my lifeblood. I love the people in that group. My community are so amazingly supportive and it's a really, really positive place to be. Everybody is up on the dance floor. Everybody's struggling their stuff and you can promote, you can network, you can connect with people. And I am all about that. So I learn a lot from that very first Facebook group. And my big thing is make sure that if you were going to start a Facebook group, you were committed to the process. You were committed to the long-term growth of your Facebook group and you were committed to showing up consistently and growing it. And whether you have thought, 
are in that space where you need help with that growth, then I have a challenge coming up. We're starting on the 6th of December. And in that challenge, I'm going to go into growth, engagement, and sales within that Facebook group so that you are consistently showing up, consistently engaging, and ultimately making sales within your group because that is what's really, really important. And I also have a membership that is launching in January that is just for those that have a Facebook group that want to grow, engage, and sell inside of their Facebook group throughout 2020. So it's a 12-month membership because Facebook groups are a long-term commitment. I'm going to pop the link to that down in the show notes as well as signing up for the challenge if you'd like to check out the challenge as well. Then I want to make sure that I am telling you guys about my Facebook group, Scaling with Disha. We have so much going on in that group. Lives, I bring in live experts uh, monthly, as well as interviews with my clients. So you can see what working with me is really like and connecting with other people. You can also promote, you can engage and really build that sense of community inside of my Facebook group. My Facebook group, has been the best thing that I could have ever done in my business. And I'm so grateful for the time that I took back in, in April, 2020, when I closed down my group and started a new group because it really, really pivoted and changed the direction of my business. And as a Facebook community manager, I was one of the very first Facebook certified community managers in the world. I know that Facebook are massively pushing communities. So if there is anybody out there that is telling you that Facebook communities aren't a thing anymore, that nobody's on Facebook, that you it's a dying area not to focus there, then you need to tell them to shush because it is a massive area that Facebook are pushing so, so much recently. Um, they've brought out the new certifications. They are bringing out new admin tools to help admins. Um, they just did a community summit very recently. They are really, really pushing the process of communities and driving communities. And they really, really want to help admins drive successful communities. So if you haven't got a Facebook group, now is the absolute best time to start one. Uh, if you have got one, then you should 100% join us for the challenge and the membership starting in January. And if you have any questions at all, do feel free to reach out to me. I don't want you making the same mistakes I did with my previous group. I want to show you how I have made a success out of my most recent group and give you the tools and the strategies that I use so you don't have to waste the next three years figuring it out and you can fast track your success. All right. If you have loved this episode, please give me a review, hit the subscribe button, and I will see you next week for another episode of Scaling with Disha. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I really hope that you genuinely learned something from today's episode. If you found this episode useful, then please hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. I personally read each and every one. Until next time, bye. <laughs>